A lot of volatility out there this morning on the stock-specific earnings front. And in the category of food, Beyond Meat's down 15%, but good old carnitas and barbacoa at Chipotle is pretty calm, 1.5% lower after earnings. Let's talk about the number in the unstoppable winner in restaurants. Joining us, Andrew Charles from Cowan covering the stock. Andrew, good morning. Thanks for being here. So Chipotle down 2%, but we've been trading around 18 to 19 since the last earnings gap up three months ago. So did nothing really change here or what? Hey, Oliver, great to be with you today. Thank you. The, the biggest change I would say and why I think the stock is down is really on the margin side that uh, Chipotle, unfortunately, is not immune from what we're seeing around the industry, around labor and staffing, and unfortunately, that's just been challenging for them. Uh, they made the right bet back in June to raise the average wage from $13 an hour to $15 an hour. They have the unit economics to do that. They have the culture to do that. And that's been successful. They did note that yesterday the, the uh, dine-in customer came back at a faster clip presumably because they were uh, better staffed to help meet this demand, which is great. But, you know, like everybody else, it is challenging right now for them to have people, uh, you know, work in the restaurant. So that, that's really leading to um, uh, some guidance that, that around labor margins that are going to be a bit more challenging. And, and a little bit more on the transitory side, you know, food costs being challenging too, to, particularly on the steak side, just uh, that, that steak costs have gone pretty uh, high for them. And unfortunately, that's going to drag on the margins too for them as well. But sales very healthy here. The title of your bullish report with a $2,250 price target is for those about to guac, we salute you. <laughs> nice. So, Andrew, the guac is not making up for the supply chain disruptions. What about their streamlined assembly line that they have really uh, nailed down during the uh, quarantine period? I mean, is that what's able to provide a little buffer to this pressure that is really crushing some other companies? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that, that, that is the secret weapon that Chipotle has, the digital make lines and digital being about 43% of the business past quarter. Um, you know, the, the way they're conducting this, that it's a more labor efficient model where, you, you know, it can take about 10 minutes for the food to be prepared. So it doesn't need to be uh, done in less than one minute. Uh, also, the data collection to get with that as well. It really is a win-win. And that, that, that really is the horsepower behind why we're excited around the sales growth this concept has longer term. So no question, that's going to be something that they, they rely upon, just the data richness as well as the higher margins of that. They're going to keep lying, uh, leaning on digital sales. And you saw that this quarter. I mean, they launched uh, brisket earlier for the, for the rewards members. They, they, they launched it as well that um, if you order in advance, you know, you can have it for, you can get it earlier. You could have gotten it earlier as well. And I think we're going to see more digital-only innovation going forward. It worked really well for the quesadilla. I think we're due at some point for nachos. I think this makes a ton of sense when they can see the lean on the digital make line, uh, just given how successful it's been for them. Okay, the uh, menu uh, shifts and uh, uh, updates that are coming, you mentioned the nachos, the quesadillas fully uh, worked in now, and uh, there's also some brisket. So with the uh, development of some of these new items, what should we expect for comps going forward? I know that uh, this past quarter, 15%, this double digit range, is that like gonna be Chipotle's? I mean, can that be a permanent range? How creative can they get to keep that going? Yeah, so, so for next for 4Q, they got it similar to what they got it for 3Q. They got it to low to mid double digits, so call it 10 to 15%. And, and to your point, they, they hit the high end of the guidance this quarter. So hopefully that can persist as well. Um, the, the next thing, you know, I would say just looking longer term, 
you know, we think this is a 5% plus same-star sales story into perpetuity, just given the fact they have a lot of symbiotic sales drivers that leave us very excited. Um, to your question on the menu innovation side, Notches are still on Andrew Charles's wish list, but not, not something that they're pursuing or testing at this point, but I would argue that's a matter of when, not if. Hmm. The next innovation right now, they're testing a plant-based chorizo. Um, obviously, there's a social responsibility benefit to this, um, given that it's plant-based. It is something that um, um, they're not going to use a brand of meat product that doesn't fit within their food ethos, but you know they actually are committed to uh, social responsibility. And so they're trying the uh, plant-based chorizo. Uh, if it does work, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a spring launch. They basically have indicated that, you know, call it once every six months, you're roughly going to see a new menu item launch. And, and following brisket that rolled out in September, that'll probably imply sometime in spring they're due for something, something new then. Okay. Hey, one more, Andrew, before we let you go real quick. How come they don't pay a dividend? Stock trades at almost $2,000. They're crushing it. So dominant. How come they're not giving more back to shareholders, and will that be demanded eventually? Yeah, not in the near term. So uh, the cash balance is growing right now. They're seeing um, some challenges with opening stores and the pipeline there. You know, they're not missing on guidance. I think they appropriately guided for this. But similar to, to what you're hearing more broadly, uh, construction crews, permitting, et cetera, it's been a little bit of a challenge. So. The number one thing they could be investing in is just these new stores that are within spitting distance of their all-time peak ROI. You know, they used to do uh, year one, excuse me, year two ROI of roughly 75%, uh, 70 to 80% or so. Uh, and so, you know, they, they just want to open as many stores as possible as they're getting back to peak cash-on-cash uh, cash returns. Uh, they will be opportunistic with a stock buyback, but just given that it's a growth stock, given the underlying ROI, you know, we, we'd much rather see the opening stores buying back stock than dividend. Um, you know, quite frankly, I think that would be a problem for the multiple if they were to launch a dividend, just in the, the best use of cash at this point. Um, so I, I don't think you're going to see that anytime soon in terms of a dividend for these guys.